Alright guys, it's episode 4, Learning From Leaders. Can you believe it? If you've listened to the first three, you're a legend. Go open your own business, you crush it. Yeah, uh, maybe not me either, but I'm right there with you. But these guys today know how to run a business. They've been around for five years. I just went to their five-year anniversary party and they started as just two guys that wanted to make cool shit. And now they've got a business that provides furniture for some of the best restaurants in Atlanta. We were lucky enough to work with them for Oxwork and I learned so much just from being around these guys, just watching how they work and just seeing how they do business. So enjoy, hope you learn a lot and please leave me some comments and some feedback. Cheers. I've only been in business like two years and I feel like I'm just learning all the time from different people that I meet and every time that um, I get to work with someone it's nice to be able to learn from them. Seeing you guys and what you've established here already and the kind of businesses you work with and just the relationships that I see you build and it's just great. I'd love to know more about when I was watching the video and looking at your website and like looking at like how you guys work with other businesses and what you put out there and it was, watched the video and it was like, um, you know, we're a collective. We're kind of like a group of people that just came together organically and then what you've built is now a lot bigger than that, right? Yep. Um, how does it feel now? Does it still feel the same as when you first opened or like where? Uh, it doesn't feel the same. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely evolved. Um, I think it still, it feels the same in the sense of the collaboration I think still exists pretty, it, it exists organically just based on what we do. Um, the things we're making are, have never been made before and will never be made again. So every piece is different. and. There's, there's processes to be repeated, but every single piece, something's different, you know? And so there is that collaboration still. <clears throat> um, I think we've created sort of uh, an atmosphere, culture of everybody takes ownership, but also like nobody feels under too much pressure. Everyone's, it's a pretty relaxed environment. So mm-hmm. I feel like everybody, in that sense, we're still, we're collaborative, but um, we've just tried to improve our processes to be able to make things a little more repeatable or teachable. So yeah. um, I think a lot of those things feel the same. I think based on what like you were saying, relationships being built, we're not like clawing to find work. Yeah, I feel like because we've we're been around for a little while and have a bunch of work out there. So what changed like when you guys first opened? And like it was like it came together organically, it was kind of natural. You were like, how would you describe like a group of guys that just were passionate about building things and design? And well, it started. You need a space to build things. And yeah. It started with um, me, basically. Matt and I went out on our own, two separate spaces at the okay. same time. Yeah. And my space, um, I had a little bit larger space and had more equipment. And Matt was working out of his garage at the time. Um, and then shortly after that, Matt came along. I said, move in with me, help me pay rent because mm-hmm. it, it helps to share yeah. and, um, in that sense. And then we had a handful of other guys come along from relationships that we built in the past, um, looking for spaces to work. And it basically started at like a shared workspace for the yeah. most part. We were all splitting the rent and collaborating with each other and sharing clients for the most part too. Because okay. I mean, larger scale projects, you, I mean, if it's just one guy in his own company, you need more hands on deck to build things. So we were all hiring each other and we were finally like, let's just become a collective. Cool. So. And I mean, for me, like 
it, it sounds really, really nice right now. And really like, it was really great. And we like <laughs> rainbows and you know what I mean? Like it was like really easy. We all just came together. We all had, but like watching a thing does it, like you said, it started with so many, then it went down to three, then to two, then back to three. Like right. if you, if you can, like what really does it feel like? You know what I mean? Because like my partner is my wife. I'm going into partnership with some other people on the next space. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of different personalities, right? Like people want to go this way. Some people want to go that way. How do you manage that? And like, how does that end up? Because there's a bit of tension sometimes. Yeah, and right. like that, I think right? the difference and, and uh, the difference between how we started and you're starting is you have a little bit more ability to plan what you're doing and choosing those partnerships. Mm -hmm. Like what we had completely happened organically. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't take anything back, but there might be some things that we would change. And we're ever evolving now too. Like if sense. somebody came in now and it was the same, like, hey, I want to come and join this. You have a different metric of how you judge people now, right? Sure. It's not Absolutely. just like, that sounds cool. Oh yeah, we just want to pay yeah, rent. Let's now try it's this like, again. Who's yeah. this guy? Yeah. 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 So that's, that's been a huge evolution. Um, it's a, it's a collective in the collaborative sense. And there actually are multiple business owners besides Pat and myself in, in within B10. Yeah. Um, everyone's kind of has a different format. And so you're right. There's no more like, Oh cool. We need help paying rent. You can move in and see how it goes. Like we're yeah. at the point now where it's not really about that anymore. We don't really need help paying rent. It's more about who's the right fit for, um, yeah. for what we do. And I think in, in a lot of senses, we've set it up like a regular company, like Pat and I, sat down and compiled our core values and what's our vision and who do, who is our client and um, like what kind of atmosphere do you want to have in the shop and so what forced you to that then was there like a moment where you're like we can't just keep yeah well, yeah it was it started with Matt and I yeah and then four years go by it was a revolving door of people mm -hmm. and then Matt and I were sitting what values did you two have that people weren't bringing like how, how, why it, it, had, it didn't have anything to do with yeah, it. I, it just came back to the point where workflow stayed the same, yeah. but with people coming and going, it was an inconsistent work environment. Right. And so four years goes by, and it's Matt and I sitting here again, just us two, just the way we started. And right. we're like, all right, we, we can't just have this revolving door going again. We need to kind of change the way. Yeah, so the, I think the, <clears throat> the, the format of who's a partner or who's a member or whatever we want to call it, it's all very generic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... The, the way it started was sort of out of a sense of desperation. Like we all were coming from jobs that were either ending or we were leaving or we had a company set up that we were doing stuff on the side and we wanted to quit. And so we were just kind of doing what we could to find people to help us get our stuff done, trade for helping get their stuff done mm -hmm. and try to like scrape by for the first couple of months and be in a business. And so now that we've had sort of a turnover of, um, different different people within the collective it just made us feel like man we've like it's not that they didn't fit with the values it was just the direction that they were going changed it, it, it felt like taking on a partner and having that partner having to buy that partner out if they want to go somewhere else and so we just kind of said this is complicated and complex um and we sort of for a while said we're, we've realized that the collateral damage of a partner leaving took six months or more to kind of catch up and get the format back right so we said why don't we just sort of change the way we do this 
we decide where we want to go and who we want to be and who we want our client to be and what our vision is. And we, and anyone who's interested for one has to, has to agree to, you know, agree on those things. If there's something in our value system that you don't like, it's like, well, then that might not be a good fit. So that was just one way of kind of defining who we partner with um, on a daily basis, because I mean, all of us work together all day long. And nobody that has left has left with bad blood. Like we've been excited what everybody has gone off and done after this. And we're still great friends with everybody that's ever been a part of the collective, um, which is a cool thing. And then like, even when it comes to having employees now an employee, um, like we're pushing these guys to go, I mean, we know these guys aren't going to work with us forever, but you know, I think that's one of, especially Matt's big core values. And I I love it is that we're pushing these guys to go do what they want to do. Like, you know, Nick's, Nick's an artist and that's what he really wants to do. And he has some other side projects that he wants to do and we want him to do that. Matt's been great about setting, um, because a lot of people good worry about that stuff, right? right. Like yeah. They're like, we're going to teach them all this stuff, and then they're going to go and do it somewhere else. Right. Whereas you guys know, like, the moment that you have them, that's when you're going to get the best out of them because right. you let them go and do what they're right. passionate sure. about, right? Otherwise, you're just holding it back all right. the time, and then it's not good for your company. Right. No. And we, we, I've kind of gotten to the point where if there's anyone here that feels that they can do what we, what we do and what they do better somewhere else, then we haven't really utilized them because if yep. they got ideas that aren't being heard or aren't being implemented then we haven't really asked the right questions either and then we also yeah we just want to keep people we want people to work hard and there's some jobs and tasks that suck sometimes and they're just repetitive and boring and then but we also want to like we want these guys to enjoy what they're doing we want yeah. people to come to work and not dread the feeling of their alarm going off because that's how we feel like we're we love what we're doing we're passionate about it we don't try to avoid work, you know, and well, so that's we want the thing, them to yeah. feel that. When it's your business as well. So like, I mean, two years I've only been in business, you know, so like the first year it was a, just a grind every single day. And like, as much as you love it, it becomes to a point where you don't love it. Every time your alarm yeah. goes off, but you've had three hours sleep, you don't love it anymore. And I imagine it's the same for you guys sometimes, right? When it's a big project, when a lot's going on. Yeah, and I think, I think that a lot of that I won't say we've worked out the kinks, but we've kind of addressed what's that feeling? Is it stress? Do we not have enough work? Do we not have enough money? And so I think one of the things that alleviated that for me from that beginning is you've got to work hard. You've got to push. You've got to work a lot of hours. Like that's kind of a, there's just, you've got to hustle, especially at the very beginning. But that, that stress was alleviated by having partners, people that you can talk to about stuff, people that you do something and install it and it's broken. It's like, well, you're not totally by yourself. You know, it's like, hey, guys, I need I need you for six hours. Mm-hmm. And like we did that for each other because yeah. we knew that we would do the same thing if if someone else needed help. And so I think that was a huge part of it. We weren't we didn't all have our own separate vision and we were solo. You know, we were part of a team and functioned like a team and felt like we had this support system. And so yeah. I think that we all we, we definitely ran into tough spots as individual companies and as a group but i think that partnership was was huge and just being able to have other people around that and so that's kind of where the you know one of our core values is community which i feel like is a buzzword that's thrown around a lot but that's kind of where that came from like there are days where everything's going right for one person and someone else has a client situation or a project situation or a home situation that's like the worst or it's tough Mm-hmm. And so I think we just know that 
we have each other's backs and we, so it's more than a community it's kind yeah. of it is it is a family yeah totally and and then so is that why you felt you had to get these core values to make sure people fit that because if one person's always helping someone else yeah eventually there's going to be some resentment there or something's going to be eventually it's going to eventually break right if yeah everybody's not pitching in the same yeah and that must be difficult to manage as a collective right like yeah yeah and I, i'd say it, it, that's, that is difficult, and I think there's nobody that works with us, either employee, partner, whatever, that would say, I don't care about any of these values. Mm. If that was the case, then they wouldn't be here at mm -hmm. all. Um, but it is something you've got to kind of manage, and I think as leaders, it's our job to say, like, hey, these aren't just the values that we have on our website. Yep. We actually want our lives, like, at home and at work to reflect these things. Like, these these weren't just made up because they seem like good ideas. These are things we value as people already. And they're things we think are important that need to make it into business, need to make it into a business model. They need to make it into um, how we interact. So to set that example, what is it that you do? Is it, like, when you see somebody needs help, you just, you're there automatically to do it? Or, like, is it just leading from the front that way? Or is it, because, I mean, I was talking to Nick in there, and he was like, I was like, I, who comes and cleans up all this dust? You know what I mean? Because eventually, and he's like, oh, we do it on a Friday. And I was like, you guys do it. And I was like, yeah, we do it on a, we open some beers and do it. And like, now, is that something that you guys are like, we're in there sweeping the dust too? Or is it, you know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. not like, oh, it's time to clean the dust and you're over here totally. on the computer. Oh. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it is that way because we've even had this, you know, and so much of this is, is expectations, setting correct expectations. We've got, I think that the, our guys know that if they're cleaning and doing millwork and we're in here on their on the computer, at least for me, they know I'd rather be doing that. Right. You know, none of them feel like, oh, these guys just sit in the office yep. and like look at memes all day long. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, they, yeah. They realize that our passion is actually building. Yeah. Our, yeah. our passion is not sitting at a computer in the showroom. I don't care if there's air conditioning in here. This is yeah. not I didn't quit my job to sit down like yeah. I I'd. I left to do like work with my hands, you know? And yeah. so I think they, they know that, yeah, they might not be in here right now, but that's because what they're doing is more valuable and we need them doing their, pulling their weight and we're doing totally, their role. We're totally transparent with them too about like what clients we're talking to, what mm. could be the next business. Cause they know like if there's a lull in a couple of weeks, like, I mean, we still, we'll start having, doing projects for the showroom or building stuff for in here. So okay. there's never not yeah. enough work, but they know what clients we're talking to and stuff. Yeah. And they know that we're, when we're in here on our computers that we don't want to be all the time, but we're drumming up business and they know about projects that are in the pipeline and all that sort of stuff too. So yeah, it's, it's not like here's a new project go. Like even them, they're kind of on the, the How have you two handled that transition from, you know, like that's what you wanted to do. When I started the gym, I wanted to just coach classes. And then eventually I, the business coach was like, yeah, you can't do that anymore because that's twenty dollars an hour. And then now it's like you. I literally I'm sitting at a computer all day when right. the goal was to open a gym. Yep. But then I, it's like you realize it's creating opportunities for other people to do that kind of work, right? It's, so it's creating opportunities, and those guys really love what they're doing too. And I mean, yeah. I get that goes back to our core values. Um, they really like what they're doing over there. Um, but back to your question. Um, I don't know. I think you could, Matt and I can look at each other and know what we need to say. All right, just go over there and build something. I, know I, you yeah. Yeah. And I think so. Another thing that's that we're working on, and it's not something we do that great yet, is having these sit down check in meetings with mm -hmm. the guys that work for us and also with each other. Like, we've gotten pretty good about hey, what are your stressors? What are you stressed out about? What do you not want to be doing? Yeah. What? Because actually, with the team we put together, 
the things that one person's good at and loves, the other one or two might not really want to do that. So we really do our best to check in and say, what are you, what are you doing that you don't really love to do? Can I take some of that off of your plate? Like for me, I think I might be the only one who enjoys like QuickBooks invoicing, sending yeah. emails, setting expectations with clients about jobs and material and setting up meetings and all that stuff. I love doing that. Yeah. I, I love working with my headphones on more in the shop, yeah. but we kind of say like, hey, this is, this is what it takes to run a business. You don't have to be the guy stuck in the office and I'm the guy managing people. Like we do a good job of kind of saying, what do you want to do today? What do you want to do this week? What do you want to focus on this month? Yeah. Um, and trying to just alleviate so some of that. people in the situation that they're going to do the best work. Yeah, no, and like if, if you hate QuickBooks and you say I it for two hours, could take you an hour to get it done. Yeah, and, and so two hours we both have the understanding that we we always have to do stuff we hate. Like mm-hmm. there's going to be stuff we, we don't feel like doing. Um, but do you think we that's, try to take some of that. Do you think that's that. what separates how businesses keep growing and how the businesses will just drift off? Because they just focus on what they love and they forget we have to grow a business. So they forget we have to... You know, like it's like, yeah. I really love making a table. Eventually, no one's going to know to pay you to make one. Yep. If, right. Yeah, if, you just, if you're only making tables and nobody knows that you're making tables, it doesn't matter how good you are at making tables if no one knows it. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, there is that, that sense that um, somebody's got to be forming those relationships, hanging out with people in the city, doing some research and figuring out what's being built, what's coming up, what restaurants are opening, you yeah. know? And so... I think we do share share that um, responsibility a pretty good bit. We none of us feel like there's one person that brings the jobs in, and if that person doesn't sell, we all fail. It's like, it, you know, for Nick, I never we never would have met you if it wasn't for Nick. Right. And Nick's not in sales. Yeah. Nick's, Nick's yeah, not yeah. a business owner. He doesn't own part of this business, yeah. but he sees the value of their community already. He's at Oxford. Yeah. Right? He sees because I feel like we have a lot of overlapping values. So he's there, and he sees that in all of aspects of his life and he wanted to bring that in because he sees that the the direction the company's going and he sees his role in that you know yeah. and I think that's huge like to me that was like man this isn't just a bunch of values that we wrote out and told people and they don't care like these guys are in that's you how know? you know these, your values yeah these guys on. are yeah. invested and I hope that that's because he feels like we care about him mm-hmm. you know we sit down with him a lot and say hey what do you what did you do this week that you didn't didn't love like I got this thing I want you to do, a project specifically to work on. How do you feel about that? You yeah. know, if you hate it, yeah. sometimes you got to do it, but sometimes somebody else might love it. So let's move, put, move you yeah. to a different spot. And so I, I, I hope that, you know, our, our, everybody on the team kind of feels like, hey, we're not just all in this to crush it and make money and retire. Yeah. Like we, we do projects we love. We help each other out when we get to stuff that we don't love. And then, you know, as long as our, as long as the values are are being achieved and everyone's kind of on board with it, it's like everybody's happy. Like that's how we want it to be. We, we help don't. each other say no. Yeah, yeah we, that we don't want to. We do. do. We talk, try to talk each other out of certain jobs a pretty good amount. Um, yeah. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But it's, it's all based nice on our values. They're the people that, to yeah. say like, hey, you got to say no to that because yeah. that's not that doesn't fit in with what you want to do. Totally. Yeah. We Matt and I are both very big people pleasers and we want to make everybody happy all the time. Yeah. But we're learning as you start to grow a company that you need to say no sometimes. Yeah. And it helps having the other person to help you say no. Well, I, I want to go back to when you said like people, you were, you've had all these people coming in and out and people left and people. And um, 
I feel like you you want to help people and you care about people. I can tell you care about your team. You care about making a gr amazing product and relationships and um, and like that's something that I really care about. Something that I care about is whenever I have people come in and they want to coach or they want to follow their dream. I've had people tell me the truth and that was the one thing that helped me get better. Hmm. Now you, yep. I know you've had people left and you say you maintain a good relationship with them. Sometimes you tell people the truth and they leave or they go and do something and then you know you've told them the truth and you, you care about them, you want to see them succeed, but sometimes they might deviate off of that and you know that's yep. not the right way. How do you, how do you handle that? Because there's got to be people, I know you said everyone left on good terms, but there must be people where you're like, if only they would have stayed and done this, or if only they would have followed this path, they would be yeah. way further on than they are now. And I know because I've been through that. Right. And you see them making these mistakes and you tell them and you, you feel like you owe it to them, right? I'm sure there's some guys in there and you're like, this is not good enough. I got to tell you, you might right. leave because might you get feelings. pissed off. Yeah. might hurt your feelings, yeah. <laughs> And I'm sure there's people that have left with some hurt feelings on some of the shit you said to them, but you said it because you, it was coming from the right place, right. right? Because you knew it would make them better. Yeah. I mean, my thought on that is, you know, in, if someone knows that you love them and care about them and care about their best, um, you have that place to say stuff, Got you me. know? And if, yeah. and first of all, you, you it doesn't matter how you treat them. You, you, there has to be an understanding that, that you have a place to say something. Because if you, if you care about somebody and then you just tell them how it is, that, that's not really good enough. You know, there, there is an understanding but within our group that, hey, what I'm about to say might sting for a second. But you've got to understand that if you're on board, you want the company to get better. And not mm -hmm. only that, this is a personal, like, if you could be better at this, would you want to be? All right. Well, let this thing for a second, because yeah. I mean, none of us have this ego that's so huge that somebody couldn't. I mean, we could hire someone with zero experience. They come in and say, "Why do you do this? I don't think that's efficient." And if it's not, yeah. then I'm going to change something. Right. I don't. None of us have to, like, no, none of us have to stand out and be the star. Yeah. That's not the point. And so, I mean, for me, that I think that's something that I can do based on my experience. Because when I first started, I, I was the least experienced. When B10 started, I was the least experienced. And so I had times where somebody would come over and say, what's, what's this? We can't deliver that. And yeah. I'd be like, did I ask you for your opinion? But it, it stings for a second to hear you suck. Yeah. But when you fix that thing then on the next project, you, know, you don't ever have to fix it again. You yeah. fixed it. And so if you can swallow your pride long enough to make the improvement and improve and get better, then mm -hmm. you, it's kind of like, but you this, know, you got you to prune a tree for it to grow pride, the right this direction. This pride thing, is, it, it seems to be like, I don't know if people will stick with it. Right? Like younger people coming in yeah. and you come and you, you say it and you say it's not good enough. Yeah. I don't know if it, people have that patience yeah. any, anymore. So how do you like... I don't either. Yeah. I mean, okay. I would say that the team that we've compiled has been yeah. great. Like, right. I don't right. really feel everybody like... everybody here wants to learn and yeah. wants to get better. And so it's, it's not like it's we're not hiring advanced yeah. woodworkers. We're starting everybody. Have you had some people leave, though, that were literally just didn't want to be a part of that? Or was no. it just, it no. was just different directions? Okay. One, one went to go start another company, which is a good yeah. situation for yeah. him. Uh, another one... Went uh, to a real job with a real salary. Went to a real cool. job with, with benefits because yeah. he was having a second child. Nice. And 
one went up. And so now it's just a case of hiring new people. You you just have to, you have the values down and you know they have to fit in with these. They have to be ready to learn, develop. And that's not to say that, you know, we'll always have that success. But Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's all that we can do is ask people the right questions, figure out what they want out of life. Does this job, you know, does this mesh with, with you, you know, you might, these might not be your 10 core values, but are these things that you feel like you can get behind? And if you've, they've got that invitation, you know, and they, it's kind of like you've set this ground, this like, you've set the framework with these values. And if someone has to leave or gets fired or whatever, because they're not in line, it's, it's not really going to be that much of a surprise. It's like, you know, that this is what we stand for. We're and if you don't, yeah. at some point, you've either got to sort of, you know, make it happen or fit in, or if you don't, then that's okay too. And there just might not be the place for you. But up until now, I mean, you know, we've all, this has only been five years. We haven't really had any um, really bad situations. So that could happen in the future. But I think, you know, it's our job to communicate and to set expectations and to just be clear about, you know, where we're going. Because I think if that person does come up, it's gonna, they're going to stand out. Gonna Everybody's going to know that because, because these other guys aren't. Yeah, yeah, these other guys aren't. And you'll have people just look at you and be like, "This doesn't work." Yeah. And you'll be like, "You're right," and it's time to have that. Yeah, and that's right. and that's fine. And if we've yeah. done everything right, we've tried to set them up for success. And whatever the thing is that the direction they need to go, like, we, let's help you get there if yeah. you can. So cool. Yeah, that's yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I see a lot of parallels like between what you guys do and what we do at the gym because you go to a gym, Globo Gym pay $20 a month and work out, right? You can go to Ikea and buy a table and build it yourself, right? Like how do you, have you struggled along the way with how you value your service? Like how long, how did that, how did you learn that? How did you learn where to put yourself in the market and be like, this is what it's worth. This is what people are gonna pay for it, right? This is what, this is what we wanna sell it for. Well, that's ever changing too, because you know, where we all had our own individual projects and we would help each other was our worth was a lot different than now where we're having to find jobs where we have employees and we have to keep them employed all the time we have to find what fits best um that keeps these guys over there working all the time yeah. too. so do you reverse engineer your prices now to what you want to make from a job or is it man i think it's always different it's, okay um, it's such a custom market it, yeah. this is such a supply and demand for us and, and we don't have really a benchmark to compare anything to. Like, I don't care what West Elm and Room and Board and what some of the stores are selling so for. It just doesn't, it's irrelevant, right? right? And so the supply and demand from a from a, a payment standpoint is one thing, but also supply and demand with, we just got paid for a big job, a very profitable job, but we've also cash flowed all of our employees. So what are we doing in the next two weeks? I've got my money mm-hmm. and I've done great, but they've already been paid. So now it's our job to create more. So. We've definitely yeah. taken some jobs lower than they were valued in order to just kind of float the guy's hours. And at the end of it, we went, man, we made no profit. Would we have said yes again? Absolutely, because we just created 180 hours of work that we didn't have. So yeah. from that standpoint, you know, there's no standard, I don't think. I okay. mean, we've got some things worked out where we can't go that low. Yeah. And we understand our value and we've done things for a little too too low but gone yeah that's worth more mm-hmm. but it really is it's just based on what's going on with us you know and what the what the demand is for the hours and this and the work so it's hard to be really consistent but most of what we do falls within the, the a range that we're now pretty comfortable with and understand 
but that took a lot of time I mean, and that may change in the yeah. next five years who knows yeah. you know so yeah so the way we're doing the workspace is we're trying to reverse engineer into like well if this is max capacity this is what we need the business to make to be able to create these opportunities and then this is what we need it to make to be able to add the value that we want because if we're just renting a desk we can go as cheap as we want mm -hmm. but we want it to we want to build something that's a community right so that's the sure. value on top of yeah. that takes a lot of time it takes a lot of people man hours and then that's kind of what you guys do right it's like well there's a lot of value on top of it that might not be seen at first right when you someone comes in they just say give me a price yeah you're like now we have a problem right because like we're not here to compete on price yeah. totally and how how did you how do you what say someone just says can i have a quote how do you respond to that? Do you yeah, have to respond? How much is the table? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get how that. much is the table? Yeah, so it, I'll let you talk a little. I'll yeah, yeah. Because I get that question like, how much is the gym membership? And I'm like, well, this yeah. is the price of a gym membership. What are your goals? And as yeah. soon as I say, what are your goals? Now we're having a different conversation because right. it's not, oh, no, it's you the, just sold me a gym membership. It's like, I want to know where you want to go so I can help you get there mm -hmm. as a coach. And it's a very different well, relationship. I mean, you know? Yeah, it's. We'll get an email or somebody asks us, how much for a dining room table? Okay, well, what material, <laughs> what size? Is it steel, yeah. steel base, wood base? Yeah. Um, they're like, J yeah, how much? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah, so, so how, did, how, does, how do you have to twist that? Do you have to say like, where is it going? What do you want? Like, yeah. What range? At some point we're just like, $3,000. This conversation has <laughs> yeah. gone too long. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've got, I, we've got a system. Um, yeah. For kind of filtering some of those. I mean, there's... There's a few things when I get an email like that. So it's either someone is just wants to know how much so that they can say per, click purchase, which is not what we do. Okay. Or they're just uneducated in what we do, which is totally fine. Like mm -hmm. I don't expect people to say like, you know, I want it to be eight quarter walnut top and I want it to right. be this angle on the base and I want this steel and this, like people don't know that and we don't expect them to. Yeah. But a lot of times it's like, hey, thanks for reaching out. Here's 10 questions that right. we have to have answers to to move forward. And if they don't want to deal with that, this is going to be a, a bumpy road so, because yeah, this is what we do. This is a, yeah. this, we go back and forth with you to customize what you need. Not, we don't tell you what you need and how big it is and sell it to you. Right. We, we listen and gather information. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what design is. It's yeah. listening to what functions, what looks good. How are you going to use this thing, you know, and what's your, you know, as far as budget, like what's your value system? And so, yeah, I think we've, I like filtering through those things because yeah. we, we try to make it brief, right? Because yeah. who knows what percentage of those jobs land. But I think in reality, that's not our, that's not really our target client. Our target yeah. client is someone who knows us already. Um, someone who's got a referral, who's seen something that we've done somewhere mm -hmm. or has a friend who has something. Because those people are already connected to you on a personal level, and that just goes deeper into our core values. It's like we're we're not just transactional with our clients. Like we we like the relationship and the back and forth, and yeah. we want to come hang out at your place when it opens. Yeah, we don't yeah, just yeah. want to like take an email, pack it in a box, ship it, and and say thanks over email. Like we enjoy that personal touch, and so and that's why the showroom's been a great space to have over the past year too. Mm -hmm. Just because like. Come by. Come and set yeah, up an appointment. Come, come by. If you're in there, look at some all the noise going on. You right, can't right. really, yeah. That same come be personal. Right? Come yeah. grab a beer with us Friday at, after four o'clock, and let's talk about your table real quick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then the thing that I liked was like, I was like, I want to work with you guys. Let's find a way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. here's the budget. Let's find yeah, a way yeah. to make it work. And like, it's not like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Oh, you know, it's like, yeah, and, let's, yeah. we want to, we want to be a part of it because we like what you're doing. We like yeah. the problem yeah. solve. That's, yeah, that's a big part of it too.
Yeah, That's we're cool. we're all. I mean, we understand that what we do is not cheap, and there's not a place you can walk in and just buy it. And we sometimes it's like people want to work with us, and they they can't afford it. Right. That's fine. Yeah. We're, you know, we don't have our feelings hurt, but we want to do our best to just. As people not waste please, our that's time. tough, yeah. though, right? Yeah, sometimes like, it is. Yeah. Um, but you could have said yes, and then he's like, hey, man, we talked about this. Yeah. And then you're like, hey, man, we talked totally. about this. We and can't I, say yes. And yeah, totally. I think <laughs> there's a lot of times when people are like, they're looking for the cheapest thing, and it's an easy, like, hey, this is the, in the right place. Like, right let me place. recommend yeah, you yeah. to this website cool. called IKEA.com. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. So yeah. I've, I've said what you're looking for. Here's a link to what you're looking for at IKEA. And you'll it's be still more expensive than the price you get. That you're, that yeah. you're asking we're, for. We're not right. the right yeah. fit. But, yeah. you know, it's like I want to respectfully let you know our value mm-hmm. and try to push, like, help you if possible. But if this is someone I've never met, like, we want to make it brief, respectful. Yeah. Show I have that show same value, you know? like I can't afford 199 yeah. or something like that for a gym membership. It's like, okay. Here's well, some options. Snap Fitness is right here. Right. You know, it's right around the corner, and they have all our equipment. Yeah. The yeah. equipment's not what we do. Just yeah. so you know, right. like you can find that equipment in a park. You can right. find, you know, you can yeah. buy it. The, totally. the ta- yeah. It's not the back got table. A, a yeah. barn full of tires back here if you want to. Flip exactly. Something. Come and flip <laughs> them here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So that's it, right? Yeah. It's not. It's not about the. The equipment. Absolutely. It's not about yeah. what. It's about the. Yeah, a lot of times we'll have clients or even friends just say, "Hey, I found this table I really like, but it's a little more than I want to spend, which is dirt cheap, anyways." And they'll send a link to it, and they're like, "But I want to support my local around the corner craftsman, so I really want you guys to put a price on this." And we we'll just be like, "It's triple no, that." Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's we'll triple put that a price, and we'll send it to yeah. you. This yeah. is it. Yeah, and this yeah. is how you're gonna support. We're good. Us. We we don't need your help. We're, yeah. we're doing fine. We're doing yeah, fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, when you when you I was talking to Katie and Lucas when we were in there and I was saying like you don't see people building stuff anymore you know like and then when I'm talking to you guys looking at the whiteboard all the cool businesses that you're working with here that want your products and want to work with you how have you done that and then what do you want the legacy of B10 to mean as it keeps moving forward like how are you going to sustain this when you see like mass-produced shit everywhere mm-hmm. and then you guys are this little island i think it's 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 the relationship is number one that we've said over and over again that and then the quality over the product that we produce mm-hmm. i mean i think those are the top two that and which goes back to relationship is uh we matt and i are on top of everything most contractors and stuff that you work with there's that lack of communication yep. matt and i won't stop leaving. Is Matt, that how you, is that how you build the relationship? Then it's the it's just the communication. Just, we're, the yeah, we're, we're we're always having time for people kind yeah. of when they walk in or they try well, to yeah. yeah part of it and staying ahead of everything. Like hey, we haven't heard from you guys in two weeks. Mm. We still have you on the board. We'd love to like talk yeah, again. That's you know? exactly what you did with me, and it was like yeah. Well, like, I we feel wanted, like we're friends. You might hate me, but you did a good job. Of, <laughs> we don't. We can't wait to get this project we, out. We know yeah. how these projects work now, and like the the windows for us to build these things are always yeah. opening and closing. If we get another big job, then we lose another job that we wanted to right. work on, just because we have to say no because we don't have. The and it's making that clear. It. And it, without right. like, cause you didn't put pressure on it. It wasn't like, hey, we need you need to sign this now. It was like, hey, just to let you know there's another project coming up. We don't want yeah. it to overshadow yours right. because this one's worth a lot more than yours, for yeah. example. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we can't say no to this one to build your tables when this one's And that's communication and that like, goes yeah. back to relationship values, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that, I think that, you know, the products that we make are, have its own, have their own industry, but I don't, I think the one thing that we could be the best at 
in the city is communicating and relationships. Like there, there are there are furniture makers out there who have thirty years more experience than me. Mm -hmm. There are business owners that have more capital, that have a flow, that have employees, that have more equipment. I, I don't know that I'm really that. We're really on track to try to get ourselves to that level, but I do kind of feel like it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing, that we have the opportunity to be responsive, to be nice people, you know, mm -hmm. um, to give you a good experience, yeah. and just to provide a valuable product. It doesn't have to be the best piece of furniture ever made, yeah. um, because a lot of people's value system, is that's not... That's not what someone's always asking. You know, I have an unlimited budget. I want the nicest piece of furniture that has ever been created. It's like no one's ever saying that. People have, people want something. It's pretty amazing for them. It's pretty amazing to like talk to you, and then in five years, you know, you're so, the business is so self-aware. If you like, you know where it sits. You know what your biggest role is. It's that relationships. You know where you got to drive that and communication. And then now it's, I suppose it's like building it around that right it's like making sure that you have time to communicate that you have time to build the relationships and making sure that that's still running with you yeah. guys doing that and yeah. not being like we well let's sacrifice communication to go and build this no that's got to be top of the list i need right. you to go and do this i need you to go and set that computer yeah. and you're like but i want to we need you there mm -hmm. we yeah. need you to go and meet with this client even though yeah we've got these tables backed up doesn't matter if they're a day late Forget it, because we, we know that that's where it's driving the company forward. Because it's easy for me to go back and be like, well, i got to go and coach classes now and dive into that because I know it so well and I can just sit there and run on autopilot, you know, right. but going and learning, like, you need to go and learn these sales funnels or you need, and that's where you got to then step outside yourself, right? So yeah. what's the next step for you guys where you have to really challenge yourselves to? Good question. This is lots of them. There's yeah. lots of those things. Because, I mean, you know, I think we go through these six-month to one-year phases where okay. we figure something out, and then a year later, something, some, something, some catalyst, right? Like, one of a huge one was moving shops. To yep. shut down, yeah. to find a new space, to sign a new lease, to move in, and still try to deliver all our stuff on time. Wow. And make, it, make our clients feel like, we had no idea you even moved. Yeah. But for us, it was like... One of the most stressful things we've ever done. <laughs> a partner leaves. Yeah. All right. Well, they we, we just lost some equipment because they owned it. You know, we got to buy somebody out. We got to give write someone a check. I wasn't planning to spend this much money right now. Right. Little things. I mean, some some big, but little things like that are always popping up. And so now I think now you've got the values down. It's yeah, going forward. I mean, not we have a lot of things. Constantly drowning. We're constantly getting getting things down, yeah. and then there's just new things that we don't because have down. What we do is every job is so different, and every job is. So custom, I mean, what we do is custom furniture. So yeah. it's that's another besides the moving, like the back side of things, yeah. the front side of things. Every job, so it's like, all right, we're never going to do this little thing you don't again. Just have a standard process right. for everything. Yeah. But then some jobs just a little bit different, and and it works out fine. So it. So it's every year you just progressively got better. So you can't just jump ahead and be like, we need to be here. You're like, this year we need to get this much better. Yeah, this and, year we get this much. Better. And this isn't really this wasn't intentional, but I think so we. We own everything that we have in the shop. We have no debt. Uh, we have no investors. We had started with zero capital. So <clears throat> while I take pride in that, it wasn't planned. Yeah. Like that wasn't really yeah. the plan. There was no plan. The plan was make stuff until we run out of work and then go get a job. Yeah. And that never <laughs> happened. So that's, well, that's awesome. I think that 
Um, so to go from there to where you are now in five years, yeah, it's 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 about celebrating now, but keeping moving forward, right? Yeah, and I mean, it's it we the other big picture is that we just we didn't have this like huge goal and let's make it happen. It was like we've let things happen slowly. You know, we didn't just get a big job, hire ten people. Oh, we got to get more jobs, more jobs, more jobs. We've let things happen slowly. Mm -hmm. You know, we've acquired machines and people and material yeah. at the right time yep. and we didn't just say let's just let's get 250 grand let's get all the machinery we need let's, let's stock up on property. material yeah, yeah. Let's buy, <laughs> yeah which is nothing wrong with that no. and if yeah. i had another business i would probably think way outside the box than how we started yeah but i think that slow process has been it, it kind of like speaks to what we do like we we don't take everything so slow but six to eight weeks or eight to ten weeks is not something that most people are used to hearing you want to go in take it to the register and go home with it yep. and so we've kind of like said like this is a craft like we're going to just let it grow and like we do value that like organic growth and so i mean it's like relationships you can't just like go in and buy a relationship you've yeah. got to like like we have clients that we've known for four or five years before we did that big job with them so it's, a, it's like a balance between drive and pushing forward but then being patient totally on a bigger level so yeah, like right. macro level you go on full steam ahead but then i mean micro yeah. level you full steam ahead. on macro level you're like well, we have to be patient and know that this is going to take time and yeah. build them relationships so i mean yeah, awesome. you go back to four and a half years ago we didn't have a wide belt sander we didn't have a sliding table saw but because of relationships we were loading up our truck and taking them to other shops yeah. and still making furniture mm -hmm. by because we had relationships with other shops in the area and stuff like that so it even goes to that side of it, not even yeah. client relationships, yeah. but just uh, shared work. I mean, we we have people, other woodworkers and builders passing us work all the time because they know it's a better fit for us, but we right. love to be the first people to refer other builders for certain things as well that we know is a better fit for them. It goes yeah. back to kind of saying no to people. Yeah, no, yeah. but... But this guy's but, the yeah. right job for this yeah. and this awesome. I think, that was, I think that's it. Thank you. Yeah, I think that was cool. So I guess I need to start a podcast so I can ask you some of these questions. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Hope you enjoyed that episode. If you want to see inside B10 Union Shop, go to my YouTube channel and see the beautiful intro that Lucas from Flyby Productions shot. It's amazing. He's so friggin' talented. And um, please go hit the like button, subscribe over there. Leave me some comments, subscribe over here. Hit five stars. If you got even a shred of value from this, please just share it, like it, show a friend anything you can we're working hard over here we're really trying and i appreciate you for listening i appreciate you just for coming along for the ride with us and i'll see you next time cheers